The views expressed in this podcast are not representative of T13 Media. This podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only and should not be used in lieu of professional advice or guidance. In this episode, I talk about all of my unhealthy coping habits. <laughs> and I just take a moment to acknowledge them and how we can all move to a place of using healthy coping skills. So I hope you have your fork and your knife ready and no lens of judgment because lunch is served. What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back to another Lunch Lady Mantra podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. How is everyone doing? I am doing great. Thank you for asking. I'm still chilling in Buffalo, cooling out. I have two more weeks of vacation. The summer is amazing, so I'm just enjoying it and relishing in the moment. But so this week, like I said, yo, I wanted to talk about coping because I'm not crazy. You're not crazy. We are not crazy. But we all have stressors and we all have moments in our life where we feel pressed, right? We feel very, very pressed and stressed in moments. And through our life, if we have not taken the time to acknowledge our coping or what we do or what our bodies have managed to just start doing um, in, in order to kind of cope with the stress and we haven't acknowledged it this far, maybe it's time that we do. That way we can start using healthy coping mechanisms um, and let me start off by saying that like, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a doctor, uh, I am totally someone that goes on Google and WebMDs, and if my elbow hurts, I go online, and about four hours later, I think that I have like elbow cancer, right? Um, so maybe I'm not the greatest person to give advice on said coping mechanisms, but I just wanted to kind of maybe get you the t- chance to think about this and give you the um, influence to go do your own research and take this as like your stepping stool to maybe helping you move through some of your stressors and those pressed moments in your life. Um, So first, let me start with explaining to you what coping mechanisms are essentially and kind of like what they do. Um, Coping mechanisms are skills that we all have that really allow us to make sense of our negative experiences and we integrate them into like a healthy and sustainable perspective of the world. When When life gives us lemons, you know, our coping skills kind of help us make an opportunity to make lemonade. (laughs) Without effective coping mechanisms, we can feel like lemons ourselves, misinterpreting accidents or other people's bad intentions to be a reflection of our own inadequacy. Now, basically, coping mechanisms are the things that we use to get through a stressed moment. So when, you know... You are at work and your boss is taking you off and you're feeling really hella stressed. It's kind of the thing that you may do in that moment to kind of just work through it, to get through that moment. Or, you know, you're a mom and you have like three kids that are going crazy. The things that you do in that moment to get through that stress. Um, and, or, and if you're not in one of those situations that I just named, I'm sure there's many different situations out there that you have felt in your life that you were pressed or stressed and you just wanted to kind of flee from your body in that moment. Um, But we can't. We can't flee. And running away from problems I've experienced in my own life has never done anything but just, like, make them run after you, (laughs) right? Or find you. They creep up. They creep up on you when you come back. Uh, (laughs) So I've always felt that I've had to handle things. And whether I have, like, consciously handled them or, like, subconsciously handled them, 
subconsciously handling things to me also isn't really a way of handling things. <laughs> um, but when I have tried to handle them and just like put them in the back burner, I've always realized that I have had to cope through those situations and coping skills have been needed and negative coping things have happened when not paying attention to said things that needed to be coped with, right? Right. So for instance, some of the things that like I know that I have picked up over life and it's unfortunate like I started smoking cigarettes at a young age it started because I wanted to be like the cool kids man I wanted to stand on the corner before school and smoke cigarettes because I didn't have a lot of self-confidence in who I was as a kid and I really didn't feel like I knew a, a direction of who I wanted to be and where I wanted to go and the kids that kind of took me in that allowed me to be myself essentially were kids who smoked cigarettes and were kind of like not the cool kids, not really the scene kids, but like, you know, the group of kids who were just like the partiers and whatever. <laughs> so I hung out with them before school. Now I like fast forward to college and like older adult life. I'm using cigarettes as like a stress coping mechanism, completely aware of that. That's something that I, you know, knew well aware by the time I was like 19. I was like, all right, yo, like you're, you're definitely a smoker and you get stressed out and want to smoke cigarettes. So it's unfortunate and it's not a habit that I want anyone to pick up, but I also want to like validate people and say like, I understand the struggle of that because um, there is a lot of stress or like even when you're going out to like a bar, essentially, for those of you who like to go out and smoke, um, I have met a lot of people in smoking sections and smoking a cigarette relieves stress if you go out to a place like that by yourself. So you can go out and like in the smoker section, have your drink and chill. Um, and for, for me at least, and maybe some other smokers that, that whole scenery like relieves some sense of stress. So it's interesting because I've never really took the time to acknowledge these things that I do in my life that are bringing me stress and how I'm coping through each situation. Um, and we all do different things. We all like drink or eat or over exercise or overspend or avoidance. I know, you know, avoidance is something that I do. Um, sleeping, I will sleep when something has me like rocked emotionally, you know, and I don't really want to like deal with it. And I know a lot of us do with this, like when something really is just weighing on us too heavy, one of our tricks is to just sleep, sleep it out, sleep for a couple days if you can, you know, and just uh, chill like a vegetable which is clearly not healthy. Your body isn't getting the nutrients that it needs, nor are you getting the exercise and movement that your heart needs. And you, you, you're just, it's just not mentally, physically, it's not good. Um, binge watching Netflix. This is my favorite one to kind of call on because people like to say like, this is self care. I get like taking a moment to like sit down, relax, unwind. That's okay. But when you are taking it to the moment of like, this is what you're doing for the next like three days, you're just like sitting there eating, watching Netflix, not really moving, not really talking much, not like wanting to do any other activities that include other people, um, that there's something to be said about that. And they're just like not good coping skills. And I'm like, I'm saying like, you're valid, you're valid in however you want to cope. I'm not calling you on it because I know that I, sometimes I have negative coping skills. I just want to acknowledge it and bring it to the table as a conversation to be had. Because I think when we get the chance to have conversations at the table more often that we normally don't have, it, it allows us to have it in everyday conversation easier. And when you can have these conversations easier, we can all be healthier human beings. Like I say all the time, like we should have more conversations about poop. Honestly, like, because like everyone's irregular, no one wants to talk about it. Everyone, like all the old people got the secrets about like prune juice and like everyone knows that like cheese is going to mess you up when you get older, but everyone still eats cheese. You know what I'm saying? Like these are conversations that we should just be having. Like we all poop, right? And they shouldn't be like these conversations behind closed doors. We shouldn't feel uncomfortable because when we're talking about just like our mental health, it's very important. And I say this all the time to my friends that 
we should really be acknowledging more often our mental health and how we all like to be communicated with each other, how we all like to be loved from one another, and where our mental health allows us to do that and how what and feel comfortable comfortable for us to do that with. So I just think it's really important this time in this day and age that we are just making more acknowledgments, acknowledgments of self, acknowledgments of our situation, our surroundings, and it just will make for a happier, healthier, longer lasting living life, right? Okay. So, I mean, for example, like some of the stressors that we go through. So I have like a little outline here that I'm going to go through with you guys, you know, because I'm trying to like keep this in a good order. So I'm not ranting for too long, but like just wrapping that first part up. Some of the stressors that like you may go through could be like breakups or hardships, you know, financial strains, um, family issues, relationships, uh, school, whatever it may be, you have to you unfortunately it may be hard but you have to just kind of acknowledge some of the things that you do like I bite my nails for a really long time I just thought that I was a nail biter in school I was like yep I'm just a nail biter whatever um no you know like I bite my nails during really anxious situations where my anxiety is through the roof that's how I I I cope or I sweat I've never really realized this either but um when I'm put on the spot in school or in my job or when I have to meet someone like on the spot or I'm just like really anxious I start to sweat on camera, like if I'm doing any videos or anything like that, I start to sweat. And I didn't realize that that's like another form of my anxiety coming out in a physical matter and just like acknowledging like how anxious I get and how I'm my body is just like naturally moving through the motions of coping without me even really realizing. Right. Um, so. There are many situations that in my life I know that bring the most stress. So maybe some of them just acknowledging like one or two of them will like maybe be able to help you resonate a little bit more with what I'm saying. One of the things that really brings me a lot of anxiety is when I feel like I'm out of control of a situation. Like I don't want to say that I have control issues with everyone, but I do have control issues kind of with myself and what I like to do. And sometimes that even gets in the way of hanging out with people and how I want to like just do things because I kind of always want to be in control of what I'm doing, where I'm going, who I'm with and other things that I like to be in control with and just really weird things sometimes. And I realize that when I'm out of control of a situation and it could be fine because like I said before in many podcasts that you're going to be you're, you're going to be out of control of many things. Like a lot of things will be out of your control and there's going to be a lot of things that you can't do about it. So if I'm being honest, there's many times where I'm like just uh, stressed out and floating around in space in my head and smoking cigarettes and biting my nails. <laughs> um, but I've tried to acknowledge that and learn to do more positive things to manifest and, uh, and move my way through that. Excuse me. So I, if some of you picked up, I like to write raps. Um, I've noticed that when I'm in like emotional turmoil, I can write music. It's like a beautiful thing. And maybe the music isn't exactly uh, as emotional as I'm feeling. But for some odd reason, when I'm feeling really down or I'm going through just like an emotional roller coaster kind of moment, I'm able to like produce music or at least like write good tunes or good lyrics, essentially. And it's only when I'm like, feeling emotional and I realized that I could just sit in my room and write. I used to like write poems as a kid. I think writing is a really healthy way of like getting through stuff, but I know some of us don't like writing. So 
But I used to write as a kid, and now I like to write rhymes when I'm, like, moving through emotional stuff. Um, I'm trying to get over this whole, like, stress of smoking. I'm trying to not, like, smoke, but I'm also trying to mentally and emotionally detach a cigarette from other things in my mind. That way I can fully get around to, like, not wanting to smoke because it's, like, not only is it a physical habit, but it's, like, almost an emotional habit and, like, a habit that I'm just used to. So definitely trying to kick that, right? And to anyone out there who's trying to kick the curb, kick cigarettes to the curb, like, power to you because I know how hard it is but and honestly I think that it's worth you just taking gratitude and being humble and the moments in your life that are giving you such stress and understanding that like you are blessed to again a be listening to this podcast (laughs) you are blessed to have the opportunity in life that you have many others in this world wish that they had your opportunity so when you take a little bit of gratitude and humble in your movements in life that may able to just like kind of ground you a little bit i mean and sure there's like a billion and a hundred different things that we can do in order to kind of like relieve some of that stress and i think we all know some of the things i mean like exercising you can write in a journal you can draw you can listen to music you can write music you can take a bath i really don't like baths i think they're kind of gross but (laughs) you can take a bath right um there are just so many things you can do go to the park uh watch a little bit of tv if you want to unwind i just i just don't think that binge watching is a healthy set for your brain because your brain needs to work for itself and when you watch tv the tv kind of works for your brain and doesn't exercise your brain in a way that's healthy just saying um yeah and you know honestly when you're able to kind of set yourself straight and you really get a hold of you know some of your negative coping skills you can be a model and a beacon of light for those of around you in your circle for those people in your circle who are also having negative you know nail body moments or they're like stressed out so they're going outside to like chain smoke cigarettes you know or whatever however they i'm just saying like that's how i move through like some negativity or i just like sweat or um i want to vent also let me also say that i know that we allow others to make us feel certain ways we we are the only individuals in our own lives that can allow us to feel any type of way So I'm just saying we have to acknowledge the power that we have within ourselves because we are all powerful individuals. We are all powerful beings. We are all here for a greater purpose. I know that sounds super spiritual, but I'm being honest. You know, that is exactly what we're here to do. Live our best lives. Snaps, right? Um, And we just have to acknowledge that we all have stressors. We all feel pressed and we all have to navigate through those however we choose to and we're valid in whatever way that we want to. I just hope that if we are using stressors that are just not so healthy for us, that we can take the time to research why we're feeling this way, you know, really do some good self-reflection. Meditation, yoga and self-reflection are really good ways to kind of like decompress kind of like balance out your stress kind of realize what's going on writing down your anxieties like writing down what it is exactly that's really like knocking you out right um and kind of just getting yourself in focus and order those are really good ways to kind of just put you on the map of where you want to get to on (laughs) putting you on the map of where you want to get to in success and really allowing you to be the best person that you can be um yeah so I just encourage us all this week, right, to take what I just said and try to acknowledge some of the maybe the negative coping skills that we may have. If you have positive coping skills and you just listen to this and you're like, yes, I hope everyone can listen to this and like have positive coping skills like I do. Good for you. Okay, chime in. Message me and let me know what you do 
to have um, a good movement through some stress, right? And make sure that like you are navigating in a healthy way for yourself because I want to be able to do that in everything that I do. And I hope that we can all get there to a place to where we're just all healthy. But again, we're all valid. So if you want to go out and rage because like your girlfriend just broke up with you, bro, do it. Let me know where you're going tonight. I'm in Buffalo still for another two weeks. Hit me up. But that was your lunch for this week. I hope you guys liked it. Hit me up next week. Bye.